Hi, mate. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, it's going well. How are you? Yeah, all right, all right. Not in my usual spot, as you can see. I know, you've been away for 10 days. <laughs> I haven't told you, have I? <laughs> no, no, mate. It's the first time hearing of it. Uh, I've only got, what is it, three days left or whatever it is, four days left. So, yeah, I'll shut up about it soon. Enjoy it, mate. Yeah, have you missed me? I've missed you loads, man. I've been waking up like cold sweats in the evening, like, gosh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I thought that was just normal. Like, well, yeah, but you know, I know that I can't like just text you and be like, Darcy, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I've been excited for this one. It's, uh, it's a bit different. I mean, obviously, we've only done three others so far, but. I think right at the right at the start when we started talking about this, it was kind of we always wanted to get like um like a couple of models on and maybe go yeah. down like the route of speaking to designers as well. It'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, and we've we've obviously both worked with Aaron for, I mean we've we've worked with him for a fair while now, but I know you've worked with him recently. Yes. Yeah, more recently. Um, and he's a good dude. He's a really good guy. Um. And yeah, so it's going to be going to be a going to be a good one. I'm going to leave you to do all the questions. I'm just going to go and sit <laughs> on the sofa over there because I've no idea about modelling. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, he is here. So shall we let him in? Yeah, man. You ready? Yeah, was all right. Yeah, there we go. The audio is working. How's it going? Hey guys, how's it doing? Hey man. Good. Why are you wearing uh, twisted wire? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, was I can't lie, you know, I've got to wear downcast too, so I've got, got to wear the outfit. Yeah. I think that was three seconds, Darcy, before you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it in. I had to get it in. Yeah, man. Yeah. How's, um, how's your Sunday, mate? How's your weekend? All right, mate. Didn't really have a too late one last night, but just chilled got back home about a couple of hours ago i was like right i'll sit down and i'll prep like i'll get so i'll get some sort of notes and stuff ready and we'll just see how it goes and i've just been waiting really so i've just been like chilling drinking coffee and stuff so good yeah ready to go what about you guys yeah. you uh, had a good good sunday yeah well, i'm i'm away um which i haven't <laughs> told group about at all um yeah um and yeah i think rube's just been sitting in his room for the last seven days waiting for me to come back oh nice (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah have you been up to anything rube (laughs) oh yeah sorry mate Um, well uh you know we like wire with uh with wire we dropped rebirth on monday um so that's been sick like with the new stuff so that's been quite exciting. Um, Aaron's, uh, I know Aaron's more than excited. Get his arms on them. I am. <laughs> oh. oh, got the got venues sorted and whatnot. And yeah, awesome. exciting. Yeah, when you um, when I was speaking to you uh, the other day and asked if you wanted to come on and you were like, oh, I'm going out on the Saturday night. Um, so I might be a bit worse for wear. I did expect you to like come on and just be half dead, just like hey, guys. No, actually, actually, to be fair, it was it was a boring <laughs> night. Like, which I ended up going home early. I was just like, this is like so dead. Like, it's a Saturday night and nobody's out. Even a fully packed club is like empty. Like, yeah. the main room is empty. And I was like, this is 
no, I'm just gonna get an Uber, go back, and then I got up and I was like, right, I'm fine. Like, yeah. just get 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 some like food down me, go home, and get ready for this. Got to be responsible. Yeah, so. fair enough. Fair enough, mate. Um, yeah. So before we get into it, do you want to like intro yourself? Tell us what you do. Uh, I could, I could, I'll try. Uh, yeah, go for it. Hello, world. Uh, I'm Aaron, <laughs> or on uh, uh, Instagram, like in my days. Uh, I do like streetwear modeling, product modeling, anything to do with modeling sort of stuff. Um, and then in my day job, I just like I roast coffee. Like that's like, I cook coffee in an oven, and yeah, that's that's kind of me and my story in a parcel. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, so how did you um, how did you kind of get into it all then? Uh, well, when I was like 20, 21, uh, like I got, you know, there's like Facebook adverts for like, oh, we want models, like join our agency, like you could be signed to our agency. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. Like, sure, why not? Um, and then applied applied for it. They emailed me back and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you come to Birmingham on this date and come to this studio. It was like an f- hour and a half walk from the station because I was like, it was in this grotty, <laughs> grotty like unit, let's say. You just go up these derelict stairs and then there's this like fake pop-up shoot te- like photo studio and stuff. And I was like, okay. So I stood there, took some shots uh, and then they took, me in a- <laughs> they took me in a room and they were just like, right, we want to give you a modeling contract, but you've got to pay for this portfolio of photos we've just taken of you. And I was like, it is... Is is this how okay? I've never I've never really done like modeling stuff, so I don't know how it works. So yeah, go on then. So I had to sign like a, a contract to like pay like a grand over the course of like a year for this portfolio. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, got back home, and then like some of my modeling friends were like, it's a scam. Like they change the name all the time. Like they just get your details and they rinse all your bank accounts and stuff. And I was like, oh, oh well. So that set me back a few years and I was just like, got on with life really. And I was like, nah, I'll not give it a, th- a second thought sort of thing. Uh, but at the time, like I was a, like a brand ambassador, like, like just like promote a clo- my friend's clothing brand. Uh, and then he stopped doing it. And then up until about like two and odd years ago, uh, he messaged me like, oh, I'm starting the brand back up. Do you fancy like modeling? And I was like, uh, yeah, like, let's give it a go uh why not like obviously it's not i'm not gonna get scammed out of money for being given some clothes so i'll, I'll give yeah. it a go um and yeah I just, I just did a shoot and i was like oh this is fun and then it just started after that it well actually it was like two two and a half year anniversary like yesterday or a few days ago of my first ever like photo shoot like i did for a brand so i was like oh we've got a podcast today like few days after the anniversary sort of thing so i was like oh cool that's cool and yeah like just people just asking me like brands just popped up like oh do you, do you fancy doing some modeling stuff and i was like yeah go on then and then my friend started a brand and he was like i need studio models like do you want to do a like a it, it, like e-commerce based style shoot for like mm. a studio i was like yeah like this sounds exciting this so it was just like a steady flow of new interesting things like i did like vape television adverts that didn't end up going on tv like they're on youtube somewhere like um in the black hole of the internet 
Yeah, somewhere somewhere <laughs> in there from when I first like started like doing modeling stuff. Um, then I got signed to like a few agencies, like they, they picked me up and stuff like that. I was like, cool, let's let's do it. I was really excited. And then like none of them got me any work. Like in nine months of being signed to them, like sure. no work. So I was like, why should I like if I even get any paid work, you're gonna take a cut, but you're not actually doing anything for me. Mm. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna drop it. And then since then, it's just been on the up, really. Like, so that's how it's really started to like, pretty much where it is today. It's just like nice to have regular, consistent work all the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it got started, really. Okay. That's cool, man. That's cool. So, do you say, would you say like you prefer, um, so would you sort of say that you prefer like setting up photo shoots or like, um, like just attending them or, or what? Like, how do you sort of, how do you sort of work? I go, I, I don't know, you know, like I just, I go with it. Like if I know I'm getting sent some products, I'll like take some time out. It's just like plan sort of thing, like what I want to do. Um, so you'd rather set them up then? Yeah, like, but at the same time, I'm exactly equally just as invested in attending them as well. Like I love that. And that's only just been recently though, like maybe the past six to eight months-ish where I've actually invited like like modern streets for example like uh, he's i've been with him twice like they've sorted shoots and doing shoots for brands it's like oh cool i don't really got to do much i've just got to do what i'm told yeah, do my yeah. boxing poses do my bits and bobs sick thanks for you like for working together cool like off we go um so like i love that because it's quite interesting i like not doing the same like i like doing different things so like when it's like when you send me a pair of socks and stuff like that like it's not just tees and stuff like that it's accessories and like trying to it helps develop depending on what style of shoots i'm doing it helps mm. just develop me as a model and how to adapt and change to any situation i need to to get the job done yeah like basically sort of thing so i love setting them up like i love like giving the freedom to be like right what do I want to do? Where do I want to do it? What vibes do I want to give off? Um, and so like, yeah, like the downcast stuff we're shooting on tomorrow. Uh, no, we actually it. found a different venue. We found a different venue. And mate, oh, mate <laughs> we, went, we went to it last night and I was like, can I speak to the manager? He was just like, I was like feeling like a Karen. Right? I was like, can I speak to the manager? He'd come over he's like, you're right, you're, you're right, mate. And I was like, mate, going to be straight down to the point with you, mate. Uh, this is this is me like and this is my photographer michael uh we like we do like modeling and stuff for, and photography for brands and stuff and i've got a couple of brands that i want to shoot is there any chance i can come and shoot in here before you open and he was like absolutely mate like awesome. go for it and like mate the vibes like but already we were sat there and i was just looking around at like little corners of the room and stuff and i was like we're doing summit there we're doing summit there we're using this t-shirt to go there we're going to do this that and there and then before the end of it we were like we've pretty much planned out two hours worth of a shoot just <laughs> looking around the room just going for um, a drink yeah literally just having <laughs> a drink and just like i can't wait like and the guy was just like yeah come in i'll sit on my laptop and do some work and i'll just leave you guys to it and i was like sick oh, so it's just like cool that that freedom like yeah, yeah, yeah. again expanding my ideas and horizons because normally i'm just like mm -hmm. i don't know what to do today like yeah. we'll just find a cool backdrop sort of like vibes and i'll just do some poses and we'll see where it goes but then i have those moments where i'm just developed and i'm like oh 
I want to do this because this will go with this. And yeah, yeah. yeah, just aesthetics and stuff like that. So we'll see how tomorrow morning goes like it's going to be. Is oh, that, um, is that right. something that you've kind of like, the more you're doing this, then the more that you kind of feel like you're, you know, you're, you're doing it like a bit more naturally rather than planning it. So it's like when you uh, see absolutely. places, it's like, that'd be fucking banging for X, Y, Z. Because I mean, obviously, I mean, Rube, you're, you're a, um, you've done all the modeling and everything anyway, but I think from, from my perspective, I've never done any modeling and I kind of do that same thing with when I'm designing. So it's yeah. kind of like, you know, that design will look great on a stone wash or acid wash or on a fucking neon color show, whatever. So it's kind mm. of the whole aesthetic thing, like within the apparel industry, it's just yeah. really fucking cool to talk about because obviously everybody has their different processes. Exactly. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's just really cool. And it's cool to see kind of you progressing with it and everything and kind of... Yeah, come- it's just really helped me develop and it's just like, again just like the opportunities like the, the people just like building supporting what i do it just helps develop me not just even just taking out of the equation shooting stuff and mm. like and whatever just like developing me in a new skill like because yeah. anyone can just stand in front of a camera but mm. it's how you put the tweaks the, the 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 passion behind it let it show and really make i i really try it like the style of the brand i try and re- reflect that in the backdrop that is with it mm-hmm. so like like rube's new collection like when it arrives we've got like three different locations sorted for it and like each one like represents like a just the vibe of what the scheme gives off matches like the aesthetic of each sort of garment so it's just cool like to really just like delve into inner mechanics of just putting a shoot together instead of just going Here's some clothes. Stand in front of the camera. Yeah. So, so like, with um, with Rube's one, then I'm guessing you went to the tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Charity shops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just went and stood outside Argos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Rube. I had to get it in, mate. No, it's all right, mate. I know it's coming. So <laughs> <laughs> we've said it a few times where, like, if if somebody who didn't know our relationship kind of looked at our like messages to each other, be like, these two guys fucking hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Straight bullying, mate. Straight bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say but that. No, we'll um, get shut down. All the love and positive vibes. <laughs> oh, no, so- um, Aaron, with uh, with with your modelling, I was just going to touch on. It. It's really cool to see. Obviously, being on the receiving end, I guess, of, of your what's the word I'm looking for, sort of process, it's like you can really tell that you put everything into it and you actually care. Yeah, like, Because obviously, I mean, I can kind of speak for Darcy when I say like, you know, there's far too many people out there that just kind of they get a few followers, they get, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm a promoter, I can, you know, I can wear your stuff. And, you know, they kind of do just do the, they don't know what they're doing, they don't care. You know, they're, they're way too big for the head. Um, yeah. And you're one of the far, you're one of the far and few that actually mm. like sit there and you're like, okay, well, you know, and you dive, you dive into every, you know, what you've basically just said, yeah. And, and it's it, it really does show any work, mate. Yeah. Yeah, um, I try. I try. Sometimes I have the bad days and the good days, but like, yeah, I just like just try. It's I don't do it for the gear. I don't do it for anything, but just like just to show that I can do a good job, like. Mm. And mm. like, all I can do is try my best. 
like sometimes I give like content to like to like companies and I'm like I felt horrible in that shoot like mm. I don't even think especially when it's a new brand as well like it, it always is a bit rushed because I'm like I'm just like I need to like prove myself just as much as I prove to everybody else that I could do a good job of giving them what they want and it's just like mm. that fear of just I don't want to let them down so I'm just like yeah I might as well work at it instead of just taking a quick template and just going right photo no, there's your stuff cheers for your free clothes I'm like I don't cl- clothes don't I'm not saying clothes don't interest me but because they do but like getting because yeah. like, as I say to you like we've on the phone the other day like gears gear it's not about what I'm about like it's it's appreciative and I get to rep stuff all day long like mm-hmm. week day in day out of the stuff I love to shoot but it's yeah. about more than that. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more than that. Like it's. Yeah. It's. I feel like since doing this and the way it's progressing, I just feel like I've actually naturally found a purpose I didn't think I had. Like when mm. I'm always like when you're everyone's chasing that, I feel like I need to be a part of something. I need. I need to. Do I think I've just only just started to realize that like I've. That's what I, this is what I want to do. Like if it takes me a full time job that pays well, like I'll be thankful that I get to do like something that I love in my, in my spare time for an actual so, living. So that sort of segues on to my next question. Like, like how far do you want to push it? Like, are you happy with where it is now? Or do you want to do it full time? Or like, where would you be happy? Like, sort of what's enough for you, for you to go, okay, I've done this. So I'm happy with where I am. I just want to see what... Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was pretty well, actually, to found my notes, it was pretty much at the bottom, like, pretty much like a, a reworded world domination sort of thing. <laughs> um, honestly, I just want to work with everybody. Like, anybody who believes in what I do and supports me, I'm happy. My DMs are always open. Like, I just want to see, I just want to go and go and go and just take take it as far as I can physically just keep going. I don't, I don't want to stop. Like if it takes me like to a bigger brand and a bigger brand, and then it's like, for example, like something like Nike or, or something like that, Boohoo, whatever. Sick. Like I, I will, I'll take that. Like wherever mm. it takes me, I'm still along for the ride. Like, and I'm just gonna just ride it out until people get bored, basically. But my my main thing is like my where it's going to go it's just like i just want to show my ethos as like like a model that it's just be humble and just don't feel like don't treat brands and companies like you're entitled like yo you're speaking to me you should pay me this and Mm -hmm. i want this this and this who do you think you are like that's not me like i'm more about yeah not the free gear or the money like i just love supporting and making content and like creating cool projects like, like we just spoke about like cool amazing things that can be put out there and the art that's just been produced from a bunch of guys exchanging skill and products to create something amazing like and that's just what i want to want to keep doing and just yeah consistent stuff with like brands and just building relationships even in general like can give that trust between model and brand to have that honest mm. feedback that we you can have that honest conversation of but what do you think about how what do you think the, the t's should be doing or like what do you think i should be doing this mm. what do you think about this like there's that trust there that we always work together on projects and 
come out with content. There's that trust there. And that's what I want to be able to build relationships with everybody and just mm. stay humble while doing it and just don't let it get to my head, really. Like, because yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not about the fame and the whatever. I just love doing what I do. Yeah, that's wicked. I mean, we it's like both me and you, Rube, I think we have a select kind of handful of people that we work with. Yeah. And obviously kind of with all three of us have kind of spoken more on a, you know, on a personal side as well. It's kind of like we get on, like, you know, fucking. Yeah. And like, that's really, really nice to kind of develop those relationships with people. And it's, you know, we, we, we have worked with people in the past where it's like, people that were paid as well and then it's kind of like you pay them and they want to dictate what they're going to give you and it's like no 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 it's like no. doesn't really work like that it's like all right if i'm i'm just sending you some shit and you want to kind of play around with it and everything that's fine but it's like if i'm paying you as a professional model i'm going to be the one dictating, dictating. kind of like this kind of style that we want and stuff and so and there was one in the early days in particular obviously no names <laughs> um <laughs> Basically just, <laughs> just completely fucked up. It's not you, Rube. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, you thought I'd done a setup there, didn't you? I <laughs> saw. No, 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 no. Um, no I, uh, yeah, sort of There was uh, there was one in the early days, and it was like it, it was exactly that scenario, and it was we paid him, and it wasn't you know cheap, and uh, he just delivered crap. And it was literally like iPhone photos. And I was just like, you're having a fucking laugh here, aren't you, mate? I got into a big row with him. And uh, yeah, it was, it kind, it kind of, I think it burnt our trust a little bit, mm. like kind of within the industry in general. And after that, we were always so much more cautious. And mm. because this guy, we sent out a lot of product to as well. And yeah. at the time, we were a lot smaller than we are now. So it was kind of like, that was literally money out my pocket. You know, yeah, both exactly. in terms of paying this bloke, but also sending out the product that I'd paid for with my full-time job as well. You yeah. Know, so it's kind of like you've double fucked me there. Um yeah. and it was, yeah, it it really killed killed my trust in a lot of people in the industry. And we've been fucked about a lot by a few other people, like every brand has. Um yeah. as Rube said, there's there's plenty of people out there that are just, you know, their chances, they they just want free shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's got to find somebody like you and a few of the other people that we work with on a regular basis is, is just really really refreshing um, and I think we connected through um, was it we did a model call out I think and you got in touch with us I think it was like was it a couple of years ago or something like that if I remember right I may be completely wrong it, it might it might be me I was just thinking I was actually thinking earlier like how did we first talk? And I just swear I remember just getting a message off you going, "Hey, buddy, can I send you some stuff?" And I was like, "I think, I think that was pretty okay. much it. I think, I think you sent us a, a DM off the back of it, and you were just like, "Hey," like not applying, but you were just like, "Oh, hey, I've seen your your post sort of thing." And yeah. uh, I was like, "This bloke looks cool." Like, and he's based in the UK, and he's from fucking Yorkshire. And I was yeah. like, "Yes, <laughs> get in." <laughs> um, and I was like, "Yeah, we're on to a winner here." But um, out of the kind of, I think we must have picked 10 or 12 people from that call out. And we got inundated with, you know, every man and his dog wanted free yeah. shit. 
Um, Literally, no one will like engage or interact with you or anything. But then, when some when the time mm. comes to give away free stuff, exactly, everybody's just like, it's like when your friend becomes a tattooist and he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> please support my art, please support my art. And then it's like I'm giving away free tattoos and everyone's in the DMs like, mm. oh, could I get a free tattoo? And it's like, no. Oh, we yeah. remember. Remember, we were best friends in primary school. Like yeah. We haven't spoken for 20 <laughs> years. I, I held a knife up to your throat behind the PE block and, like, you know, remember me? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually was... a true story of mine, actually. But <laughs> we'll go oh. into that if you want. But <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, it's, it's the old, we've, 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 we've moved since then. We've Fair moved. enough. Fair enough, but um, so Aaron, with everything being largely based on Instagram, yeah, taking a bit of a a different term like do you think that social media has any certain effects on mental health a lot yeah like 90 percent oh it's just it's it's been a good mainly just because of like my own mental health problems um like i have days where i i can't i just open instagram and i just scroll like i'm usually so consistent i'm like i post a day a reel in between of each outfit that I post and I'm just losing it. Like in terms of like, I don't want to ever stop shooting and stuff, but it's the energy just to press that plus button mm. and upload a post, tag everybody, mm-hmm. get everybody, everything all looking nice. I've the past few weeks, I'd say, I think it's just cause I've been really ill and run down like the past few weeks. Um, but like, I don't, I can't even do it. Like I've got so much content from the past four months, I'd say. I've got hundreds, hundreds of images, outfits, stuff like even like some of the downcast stuff I haven't even uploaded yet. And because I'm taking so much content, but then I'm just not in the right mindset to be posting or even do anything. I'm then getting backlogged of all this stuff I still need to post. Mm -hmm. But then I've changed my hair color now and I've just shot. Uh, another, I've just shot for Jawbreaker, uh, Jawbreaker London, like the other day, and I've got new hair. So when those photos are done, it's like I'm trying to get stuff quickly uploaded while I can before I start uploading the new stuff because I've got the other stuff that I'm just, that everything's just, yeah, it kind of like piles up. But at the moment, like it's just been a bit of a big struggle, like mentally wise, like with socials. Um, it's not even about like, oh, my socials aren't doing well. Like, if anything, I can't believe how well they've been doing the past like two months. Like the past two months have been the best it's ever been in the past year. Like That's really since good, I did like since I did like the 3k giveaway and stuff, like that took me a year to get from 2k to 3k and then a month to get from three to four. And I was like, yeah. something must be going well. Something must be doing go, doing right for like yeah. for a change. But yeah. Because it's going well, I've also just been like hitting the face of it. Of I just got I feel energyless to post yeah. and stuff at the moment, especially like with the reels and stuff you've got to do now. It's like no, when I get to that middle it. middle post of the three day posts, I've got to then create the reel, and I'm like, how what am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. and then you've got to like take time out of my normal schedule stuff to go right. Well. What do I want to do? How am I going to do it? How am I going to execute it? And then by the time I've come to the decision, the energy of trying to think of how to do it has just run, worn me out. And I'm just like, right, I'll, I'll leave it for another day. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it, I think it has a big, big, big impact. 
So I was going to say, is there anything that you kind of do specifically with you? I'm not asking, saying I'll give people advice on mental health and social media, but is there anything kind of that you do in particular that's kind of like, I guess, lessen the load and make shit a bit easier and make it not impact you so much? Uh, it depends what mindset I'm in. Like, because like, like last year, like I got diagnosed with like, um, like emotionally unstable, like BPD. Um, and then realizing that depending on what mindset and depends on how I can deal with things. Um, and like, I had like therapy a couple of months, like a few months ago, um, to try and understand how to deal with it. Um, and it's just like, because I've been so run down and like, not in the best like headspace, um, it's been hard to be able to deal with the stuff I'm dealing with. Like I'm, I'm on it's like the past few past week or so, I felt like I'm going to have a panic attack all the time. Like I've got this rush that something bad's going to happen like this. Like a build up. I, build up. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't process it. And I can't, mm. when I'm in this headspace, I can't actually put the energy into focus and move on from it. But normally, like when you're in a good headspace and something bad happens, it's just learning how to process it and just going, do I really need to be like this worked up about this? Or yeah. try, try and unpack what the problem is and try and, I don't know how to, how to describe it, just like not let, not let it take over you. Like yeah. not let it dictate, because that's what, that's what like, my, my mental health does it like my emotions just dictate how I respond and how my behavior is and acts but it's like trying not to let that build up get to that point like it's like it's like catching it before you get to like your worst worst point I've been taught I was I was told like catching the trigger before you triggered basically like and yeah. how to process that trigger as it stands instead of letting it fester and carry on mm -hmm. um so that's probably like the only Main I think, advice I I think a massive that. part of that, though, is probably obviously it's kind of learning what triggers you, isn't it? Really, yeah. And like, that's what I had to do for like therapy and stuff. Was like learning yeah. what my past and what has actually caused me to be the way I am today, mm -hmm. and just like, yeah, how how to deal with it when it arises, and how to avoid like spiraling, <laughs> for yeah. want of a better word. No, yeah. fair enough, mate. No, I mean, obviously, we really appreciate you, kind of sharing all this with us you know so, I mean, i'm an open book i think that's what they're like as, as bpd trauma people like do we, we, we prefer to get it out and hope people don't feel get experience the same or if yeah. they do how to manage that and how to to deal with that because i just feel nobody should have to feel like the lows that i go through like so if i can try and help as best i can yeah. then like i'd rather be an open book and share my experiences than be more recluse about it yeah no that's fair enough man that's fair enough yeah so kind of, i mean i guess kind of on the same sort of topic but in a more kind of positive light kind of what do you what do you do like in your downtime obviously when you're not like when you're not modeling when you're not working um yeah what, what do you do what what does aaron do for fun what what does i what do i do for fun right yeah. well i rarely have actual time down like downtime like very rare so if like if i'm not working for a nine to five i'm shooting like or if i'm not shooting i have a, I used i used to do loads of bits and bobs when like all through my life like hobbies and stuff like that and then it's just got to this point of i work i shoot um 
And then if I'm not, I'm either binging TV shows, playing RuneScape all the time. Like, uh, I've been picking up the cinema like lately. Like, I've been going to the cinema a lot. Oh, yeah. um, went the other day, actually, when, when I was ill, before I went into hospital. Um, and other than that, spoons. Literally, I live in spoons. Like the the the, the any any <laughs> spare time outside of those things that I've said, I am in spoons. I, that is just sitting with the boys, have a couple of beers. Fair enough. That that's that is literally me in a nutshell. Like, fair enough. Fair enough. Would you say very, it's kind it's of very like... short? Like, <laughs> no, no, that's all right, mate. That's like, all right. Would you kind of say like that the the modelings, I guess, become like one of those kind of hobbies, like sort of thing, then? It's obviously Absolutely. You enjoy it. Yeah. It's like I, w- I wouldn't even call it a job, but I wouldn't yeah. call it like a part-time job. I'd say it's with the, the time I have left, like mm. out of my normal working week, it's a full-time hobby sort of thing. So the time I have left, yeah. if I can put, I will happily shoot all day every day. Like mm-hmm. if I could, I would. Like if my, my two days I get off a week, or even after I work, sometimes I'll do a shoot, you know, like if you want the evening vibes, like. Yeah, just model all day, every day. So, yeah, I'd say it's like a... I do it part-time, but it feels like a full-time hobby. Yeah. Like, and that's... But at the same time, it's not even just call it a hobby. I just love it. Like, I absolutely just... I don't know, there's just some spark and feeling like a part of something. So it's always been, like... Have you always been, like, really excited to do it? Or have you had, like... Or have you had any negative experiences, like, with maybe working with brands? Or I know you've done, like, quite a lot of meetups with other models or photographers or anything like that no you don't have to name names obviously yeah, not <laughs> not calling anybody out, out. Mention oh, yeah. don't mention any names oh yeah that brand <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I've had I've had zero I'd say I've had, I've had a few bad experiences with I think a couple of them were like I wouldn't say like the bot brands but like there's a human at the other end but they dictate like what we're saying like the dictating thing but no money's been offered no yeah, products yeah. have even been offered it's you do this you do that i'm just like you're not even talk you're not even talking to me as a human at this point mm. you just this is what we demand and this that and the other and i'm like no go away and they're just like you're so rude and i'm like i'm rude i'm yeah. literally like one of the most i literally if you're already taking an interest in what i do I am never going to be rude, like, and I'm mm. rarely ever a rude person anyway, unless unless you've asked for it, sort of thing. Like, if you if you're gonna be rude to me, then you're gonna like you receive the same back. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say any negative experiences where like people have like not been happy with the content or they've they've spoken to me out of turn. I mean, there was one a, a week ago. I'm not going to say names. It was more of a miscommunication on both parts, um, because in like it's not even not even in a, a cocky way. Like I I don't have any experience with messaging brands first. Mm. Like I honestly don't know how to approach somebody new and go, I'd love to shoot some clothing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just so happened that like one of the meetups, someone that was there knew a brand, and they were like, I was like that stuff's amazing. Like I would love to shoot for them. And he goes, Oh, it's my friend's brand. I'll drop him a message. But because I was on like a, like a, a high, like a, when I get really excited and like ADHD, like and excited, I just sent him like, I could do with everybody, like a video message, like, yo dude, 
would love to shoot for you. Yeah, your friends just recommended me, and I just like turned the camera and stuff. And then I just like I thought I got a message like a few hours later, just basically railing into me, like, but he'd misunderstood. He thought I was just being this arrogant, cocky guy that was being this like poser boy thing. And I was like, honestly, that's not me. It was like, that's not me in the slightest. I do apologize if that's how it comes across, but I've just completely miscommunicated how to contact you. Like, I didn't mean it in any way, shape or form of that. Like, I'm not an arrogant guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not entitled to anything. Like, I just really wanted to work with you. And then we just like got the exchange apologies and stuff. And then we just, just didn't work out. Um, yeah. So, and it is what it is. Like, I've got many people that I trust and that trust me that I don't, I, it just, a learning experience for me for that was, I just need to learn how to talk to a new brand. Like, because yeah. I don't, I don't really, I don't know how I would even go and approach like a brand. Like I did Bad Monday, like they got back to me and they're going to send me some like, like a t-shirt, but awesome. cool. I'm just waiting for him. I'm just waiting for him to reply to me again. Like yeah. I said, yeah, we'll send you a t-shirt. And I'm like, cool. Here's my address, size, da, da, da. You just let me know when it's on its way so I can like get the shoot booked. And uh, I haven't had a, like, never ever messages for a good week or so. So it is what it is. Like, and that's not even, that's not a bad experience, but that's my first time like actually contacting somebody and it worked out, it worked out pretty good. Um, and then when I first started modeling, I had one bad experience with a photographer. And yeah, that it was it was a guy that you he wasn't established, like he, he thought was he, he was. Was like, he like covered to sit on my casting couch? Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. No. <laughs> oh no. Um, we're, we're, we're gonna take some boudoir photos of you today. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. But, oh. <laughs> um, but he, he, he was like, I was like, I think I've won a T-shirt. I've won a T-shirt in a competition and I bought some clothes and I was like, I think it was just before I did my first like proper shoot for a brand. I was just like, I got some clothes and I just thought, oh, I'll, I'll do some shots. Took the photos. Not really the best, but yeah, cool. Um, and he was like, here you go. Here's your photos. This is like, the, I don't know how brands, photographers and models worked at the time, like how it works with photos and exchanging credit and stuff like this. And again, brand new to this, like I'd never done it before. Mm. Um, and getting the photos to the brand. And he said that they were my photos to, to give to him. And I was like, yep, yeah, cool. So then they put them on their website. And then he then sends hurls of abuse to this brand, like, you've not credited me, you've not done this, blah, blah, blah. these aren't your photos. And I was like, I asked you if I could give them to him. And you said, yeah. Like, and yeah. then, so the brand contacted me and said, look, we're going to have to take the photos down. I feel very uncomfortable. He's been very threatening. Sure. Just, like, I can't do it. So that was safe to say, never worked with the guy again. But what a dick. That's, that's pretty much, I think, I've only got my negativity in like sort of all aspects of my industry. Like, yeah. but everything else has been amazing. I would never say a bad word about anybody that believes in what I do and I work with regularly because hmm. I just like building the relationships and getting to know people. Like, yeah. I think I've, I've only ever had one bad experience with a photographer. Like, we've had a few with, you know, models and influencers and stuff like that. But that's, yeah. I think, just as a brand owner, that's just by the by. It's, you know, it's a rite of passage sort of thing. But with, yeah. um, yeah, I had an issue with this photographer. It was basically the, the model had hired him and then he sent over all the photos. 
and it put a big old watermark across all of the images. I was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with any of these? And he was like, oh, if you want them, you have to pay for them. I was like, I was like what? I was like, I'm not paying your photographer's fees. This isn't what we talked about previously. No. And anyway, exactly. the, the photographer got, got a bit nasty. And I was like, you know what? You can keep the fucking photos, mate. I was like, I don't want them. <laughs> and, I was like, and then he was like, oh, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll do it for like, you know, less than what I originally said. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking paying you for them. Simple as. Yeah. It's not what was agreed. If that's what you wanted to begin with, then we could have talked about that. Mm. But don't say, oh, yeah, I'm going to book you in for a shit. And bear in mind, I would work with this guy quite a few times as well. It was a new photographer he was working with, so it's not on him. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like, it seemed like the photographer had agreed to it and then went, oh, I can actually probably make some money out of this. And yeah, was that was a bit about, easy. A bit naughty. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So it was, I think that's the only bad experience we've ever had in terms of like photographers. But um yeah, we're a weird bunch, us lot, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we just yeah, it was an independent brand folks, independent people. Like we just yeah. yeah. ADHD so. also seems to be a very common occurrence among us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excitable, just like <laughs> yeah. All the time. What about, what about you, Rube? Have you had any bad experiences with photographers or other models or brands? Um, <laughs> apart from Darcy. <laughs> um, there's so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> I, I just shout at him and he obeys. <laughs> no, I mean, um, the uh, when I was first trying to get into modelling, um, I had a really bad experience with the first ever photographer I worked with. Really, really bad experience. Um, I've not been modeling long. Um, I think I just like sort of hit 13 or 14K on Instagram and then got a message through Facebook and this guy wanted to shoot, uh, I don't know, like 10 or 15 miles away. Um, anyway, I got there. Um, didn't really know what to expect because I'd never actually like been out and shoot or anything before. Um, and yeah, like when I got there, the guy was like, right, so he's like, take your shirt off. Um, it's right, a bit yeah. like, no, I, like I, I, <laughs> I, I was young as well, so I did it. Like, oh, shit, like, man. Yeah, 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 it was bad. Like, and like, I won't go into how deep it goes, but like, there was That's a girl that he was, um, no, on, honestly, mate, it was like, it's bad. Like, I, yeah, that's uh, yeah. He was saying to me like at the end of the shoot, he's like, "Oh yeah, like I, I'll, I'll work with these girls and stuff." He's like, "You know, we can bring a bottle of tequila in and like, what do you mean?" Great. Yeah, man, and like it was behind two big locked doors as well. It was this tiny little studio in the middle of Gloucester Town. It was just weird. And like, hey. I did, yeah, um, I Super worked with sucks. a guy. I worked with a guy about six months later, and was like, "Oh yeah, like he was trying to get me and my girlfriend to like make out of each other in front of the camera and stuff." And yeah. Yeah, weird, weird guy. That's a bad one. <laughs> so so that's the type of person who should be banned from having a camera of any sort, sounds like. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first experience. And I still kind of thought, nah, there's, I want to go deep into this. <laughs> there's, light, there, there's light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, but I can break out of there if needs must. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was wearing like big, got like big clunky gothic rings, and I kind of thought I'm a lot bigger than you are. So if shit hits the fan, like <laughs> I'll fight you. 
So oh. it's kind of on Rube's, uh, on the negative experiences then, do you have like a, a particular highlight from your time doing this so far? Apart from working with ours, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, obviously, of course. You know. Uh, I was actually thinking about that on the way back today. I think I've probably got about four or five highlights that stand out to me. Most of them are actually pretty recent. And that's, it's just because I feel like they're miles, more of like my own personal milestones. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm not no I'll, I'll say that at the end uh, at the end of the question thing so like like my, my highlights probably like when blue banana like working for blue banana like actually an alternative like outlet like that I grew up going to like that sort of nostalgia of like going in like it's when I got my dermal done like ten years like ten eleven years ago like this side um like just got that done in blue banana and just shopping and looking at your spiky belts and your your weird <laughs> your weird like band t-shirts and like iron fist do you remember you guys remember iron yeah, fist and all yeah. stuff like that like Atticus yeah, yeah. and stuff like yeah. just doing that and then just never ever dreaming that my like my 28 year old self would be telling me dude you're gonna be for you're gonna be like signed to them you're gonna be like shooting for, like projects for them and stuff like that it was a big thing for me because I'm just like the nostalgia of yeah wow like that's twice uh, Atticus has come up on the pod now. And it's oh, kind really? of just like both times I've just been like, I need, I need to go and buy a skateboard. I need to go and buy a skateboard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, some airwalks. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking airwalks, man. Bloody you, hell. You should, you should play brand social bingo or something like yeah. all like keywords that get brought up in, in the podcast. Like, like really good idea. Yeah, and then you've got a little soundbite board, like, board you for like, ding, ding, ding. Like, oh, <laughs> On, you win a prize. I, um, I just, I just want to make a point of saying, "Fuck out, walk for skateboarding." I know, <laughs> Jesus, way too big, <laughs> clunky. Oh, man, mate, just like you do, like a tray flipping them, and they, they like a hole this big in the side of the shoe. Yeah. yeah, they were Literally. dog shit, absolute yeah. dog shit, <laughs> garbage. Like Getting from like soccer sports and stuff, don't you? Yeah, Still. sports direction shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I nearly, uh, I nearly bought a new pair of shoes earlier. They're a pair of um, uh, the Nike Nike SB Nia Free ones. You seen Ooh. them? But they're they're the ones that were designed by Sam Borghini, who's oh, wow. one of my favourite designers ever. And they're yeah. so fucking cool. And I found a pair in my size, brand new on eBay, but they were like 140 quid, and I was just like, oh, my missus will kill me if I buy them. And it's just like, I tell her I bought them in the sale. I got them at TK Maxx. It's yeah, right. Sam, Sam, $29.99, no problem. <laughs> She'll never fucking believe that. She'll never believe it. She's like, these are going to look expensive. But it's, yeah, look, I'll, I'll show you this. Show you this. I showed Rube the other day. It's the first time I've got my shoes off on uh, on the podcast. Oh, mate. But yeah, you see the holes in my shoe? I'm wearing these until they fall off. And then... At the back. Get some bailers in that bad boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fucking wear them till the soles fall off. I said it's not acceptable because it doesn't skate anymore. Yeah, I suppose. I'm just, you know, it's just a nostalgia trip. I just look down at my feet and I'm like, oh, I used to do that. Yeah. Retro filter kicks in and it's like... <laughs> Oh, um, oh God. Um, I'd probably say like a, a few of the, of the other ones, probably like a recent one was like, like one of the brands I shot for, like I got put on one of those like pop-up banners. 
Like cool. there's there's things for like uh, expo events and stuff like that. Never, never, never thought in a million years I get put on a banner. Quick question: yeah. Was it was it actually your height, or was it like twelve foot tall? So it's like you had a twelve foot arrow it's, next to this store. It, <laughs> I think it's I think it's like one of them ten to twelve footers. So I think it's not a life size version of me because I'm a very tiny guy. So everyone would be like, "What's that dude doing on that on that banner?" All right. Uh, uh, Sorry, yeah. I've just, I just massively interrupted you there. My brain just went okay. off on one. I was like, "Is there a massive Aaron somewhere <laughs> in the there UK?" Is? There's three. There's three. There's three pop-up versions of me, like just chilling. And apparently, I will get one of them, so I'll probably just have it in the corner. Fair uh, enough. Feel like... <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, there probably another like highlight is probably. I got to shoot for UK custom plugs, like not them sending me products and I go and do shoots. Like I was invited to Leeds, um, spend the whole day with them. Like we just got to eat pizza, shoot so many pairs of plugs and went for a nice like meal in the evening, like place like pool and stuff like that. Just I like I've been such it's the same thing with the blue banana, like nostalgia. Like I have been a fan of UK custom plugs since day one. Like I, when I got like when I got my ears to like 44 from like at the age of like 18, 17, 18, maybe a little bit younger. Um, like I, I found, I found them on the internet one day and I just fell in love with it. It was just everything, the aesthetic, just, Oh, I love these guys. Like supported them for years. Like I used to have one of their like wooden Bluetooth speakers that they used to have where you put your phone on top and it turns everything into a speaker. Like, and then for them to just like go, dude, we want to do a shoot. Do you want to come along? And I'm just like, it's like a dream. Like literally just getting to hang out with everybody. Like it was just such an exciting day of just when you, again, it's like, you feel like you've built up to this, like I've, I've earned this sort of thing. And yeah, cool, like that, one of the, that's like my third highlight. And the other one is I don't really want to jinx it, but it's, the waiting on listening to these Impericon model results, like to see if I win like a prize in the next generation thing. I don't want to jinx it. I've just been waiting. I'm checking my emails every minute of the day. Like, <laughs> and this it, it ended on the 20th of July. And I'm just like, come on, guys, like, please just like, I want to know. Like, because then that's like my next like chapter milestone that I actually yeah. to shoot for Impericon. Like. Blue Bananas, Blue Banana of like the UK sort of old hot topic -y vibes. But then like Impericons, you worldwide and like yeah. stockists of not just band merch, like your streetwear, like everything worldwide version. And it's just like, that's why like when you're on about like goals or where I want to be, like this is like a very short term, just holding out to find out goal that I, I feel like, like every, my, my last change, if I like, just even being on like part of the competition, even in general, like just felt like a dream. Like I know it was narrowed down from like a couple of thousand like models down to like 15. Mm. And it's just like. That's really cool, mate. It's, it's, it feels like I've, I've worked, worked for this. And I think I've like, I finally can say I actually deserve something. Yeah. Like, deserve we'll it, see how that goes. Yeah. Well, you've got our vote, you know that. Yeah, yeah. man. <sighs> So, you, yeah. you and that the the other person as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. We're only voting for you, mate. Yeah. Man. So, can I, so, what's um, 
what's like the next i guess i guess like the next step for you then is it kind of just waiting for like the Paracon and then you're gonna make a kind of decision as to where you're gonna push yourself or what is it do you have like a kind of pathway that you kind of can see yourself going down or at the moment yeah well at the moment i feel like i'm i'm currently like midway through my path like not midway into like my end goal of where I want to be modeling, but I feel like I'm seeing my career as chapters. Like every time I hit some form of milestone within myself, I feel like that's a cutoff yeah. for where the next thing's going to take me. Um, like at the moment, I don't know where I want to be modeling wise. Like I'm, when I say like, I'm in the middle, of my, the middle of my path is I just want to shoot for more brands. Like I want to, I want to, I want to be consistently shooting at least once, twice a week. Like anyone that wants to work with me, obviously he's watching online or whatever. DMs are always open. Just drop me a message. Happily get back to you within the day anyway. Um, like I, I just want to consistently keep doing this until I just want to say like, just like, I just want to, my step is known is just like bigger brands, like, going from like independent because like that's my my main like bread and butter and ethos is that i i work in an independent i know how hard it is to get somewhere as an independent mm-hmm. so i'd rather work with independence to create an end goal than mm-hmm. working for one big brand and that's it like but that could be a next step in stone of I w- i'd like to work for bigger people like a bigger brands while still maintaining my love for my independent streetwear stuff that i do yeah um that's probably like next step stuff currently uh be cool to do more different projects as well like like uh, like i'd show rube like i've done like a wedding shoot recently um, and that's just like completely out of my comfort zone but i've never done any sort of like models stuff that like for, for weddings and things but any form of experience it's just adding more to my own personal portfolio really and experience to be able to go yep yeah, i can do this here's the images like i can prove this sort of thing so at the moment i'm just on my journey and we'll just see where who, who, who takes an interest or whatnot for like next step stuff really and then i'll just see what happens awesome man awesome um rube do you have any more questions mate um no i did but I think we covered it. So I'm I'm pretty fresh up to be honest with you. I'm uh, I'm quite content sat here listening to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um do do you have any questions for us? Uh Rube, when's that stuff getting sent out? I know I messaged you earlier about it, but it's just get the man is like, fucking merch, Rube. I want to get this uh, I want to get the shoot book. We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Okay, cool. It's all good, bro. It's all good. Um, what about okay? What about you guys? Like, where where do you guys see yourselves with the brands? Like, do you, is there a style of avenue of where you want to go? Like, I know obviously, like we spoke Rube about that as an actual brand sort of thing. Um, like, is there anything new you guys want to do? Like that you think brands haven't done before that could benefit the industry to maybe take maybe a new direction. Um, I mean, you can take this one, Darcy, if you want. I'm, I'm sat here trying to think of an answer for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think from Downcast's point of view, it's. I mean, we're 
we're always trying to evolve kind of like the style of what we do because I design 95% of the stuff that we release. Yeah. We occasionally work with other people on that, but it's, I don't know. I, I'm just yet to find somebody that I'd be quite happy to work with on a really regular basis. It's always been one-off stuff. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of my own worst enemy in that sense, because it's kind of, I just like the control of having full control over the design start, side of things. Yeah, the, the process from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, with Downcast, it's kind of my style's constantly evolving and we're, we're probably moving away from the kind of like yeah, the traditional kind of looking tattoo sort of stuff. Um, and we have been for a little while, I think. Um, but we kind of didn't want to kind of make that transition too quick and go, oh, we're now doing fucking, I don't know, T-shirts with My Little Pony on it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of, we are transitioning a bit more towards like the streetwear sort of stuff rather yeah. than, you know, we'll always be tattoo inspired, kind of like our tag tagline has always been yeah. inspired by alternative music, skate culture and tattoo culture. So that's kind of just part of it's part of the brand's dna because it's part of my dna sort of thing so it's always kind of going to kind of stay a little bit true to that but i think in terms of like evolution it is just evolving kind of like the actual style that's coming across um and you know trying out new techniques and stuff like i've showed rube a lot of the new stuff um and i'm really happy with it it's a lot different to the majority of stuff we've released in the past really really yeah. fucking nice stuff yeah, like um, a new, almost like a new refreshed direction, and it's like you want to yeah. see keep the tattoo inspired roots, but you want that sort of a lifestyle culture of a brand now. Yeah, not, exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. we'll just slap this design on a t-shirt and hope it sells. That's what we're all inspired by. No, actually, hmm. where like yeah, yeah. like because you probably end up moving to maybe like subcategory stuff, like your loungewear, your stuff hmm. like where it's like chill vibe stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you, all, you never know, like all that sort of stuff is it is on the list it's kind of i think a big part of it for us is finding a, a way of doing all of that stuff in a really sustainable no 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 yeah. not even in house no, just doing it in a really that. really sustainable way uh in 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 like an environmentally sustainable way yeah that's like because that's at the very core of the brand and it's like we've never pushed it as an environmentally yeah. brand like we've, we've never gone oh yeah we're, we're an eco brand all that even though and without trying to sound big-headed we are probably a lot more environmentally friendly than some brands out there that claim to be yeah um but we've just never felt a need to do it because i personally just feel that's how you should run a brand exactly you know you shouldn't have um, to explain yourself like you know, you know like, to, to brandos and it's, it's kind of just like you know research your fucking print methods research the fucking garments you're using or the fucking couriers you're using or the packaging or, or, or whatever you know um that's what's so frustrating and kind of one of the reasons that we wanted to start the pod was to kind of speak to people that kind of like did know yeah what they, what, what they were fucking on about and it's like you know we said on the last episode with jamie like kind of like you, you know with a lot of brands like using like drop shipping and stuff like that which is where it goes to another company and it's dtg printed and they do all the fulfillment and then it just gets sent directly to the customer and the person getting the cash i guess or a percentage of that sale never actually yeah. sees the fucking garment and that to me is just like it's not really running a brand it's not yeah you're, you're losing the story you're losing I, the story straight away like that yeah that passion exactly. and thinking it's, you're just a robot delivering you a t-shirt and yeah. then you just lost that 
passion that you're trying to promote in the first place exactly like that love and like sustainability and stuff for, hmm. it's just lost because it's like yeah. oh t-shirts on my door cool yeah. so that that's kind of like what i guess where we're not transitioning the brand to but kind of just continuing to do is kind of just yeah. always try and develop those or further develop those practices you know environmental practices and stuff like that and it's kind of it's not about going like oh yeah we're going to start donating to fucking dolphincharity.org or whatever i don't even know yeah. if that's a real charity um, <laughs> but like we'd love to get involved in like you know doing like actual beach cleans and stuff like that and and do it as yeah. like our own thing do like a downcaster barrel fucking beach clean like fucking once a week uh, down in brighton or something like you know things like that are they're important to me as a person and they're important yeah. to the brand because mm. we've always been so mindful of um you know the way we do things yeah and you know, I'd be lying if I said that screen printing, the the medium or method that both me and Rube use, is eco friendly. It's not particularly eco friendly. Uh, but the fashion industry isn't either. But yeah. if we're if we're taking a sale away from a brand that isn't doing their utmost, then that for me is a fucking win. Yeah, because we're reducing the amount they're selling. I don't know exactly. that's a, that's a really fucking like megalomaniac way of thinking, but I think that's it's it's not enough going like oh well they just shouldn't do that because they're no. obviously going to do it because yeah. it's making them money. Um, and you know there's things that sorry I'm, I am going off in a bit a bit of a fucking tangent. It's all right, mate. It's all right, mate. You go 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 go. Um, but yeah, there's there's roll. there's certain brands out there, not not brands as in. Um, actual kind of apparel brands like ours but in terms of uh, garment manufacturers let's say yeah wholesalers. yeah wholesalers um that's the fucking word i was looking for um who have kind of gone down the green route but it's they haven't really it's kind of they're yeah. still carrying on the mass production the shit that's doing all the damage they've just added in the eco stuff to kind of it's good you know it's greenwashing and yeah. it's so fucking frustrating because there's so many companies out there and so many, you know, brands like ours out there that uh, are really trying to push for a more sustainable way of doing things. And obviously, Rube, you've taken a, 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 a made, made the choice to kind of go with like, you know, down the organic cotton route and everything. And like you obviously minimize the fucking waste you're using and making and stuff like that. And it's kind of, it's not hard to do. No, it's, it's not. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's it's a little bit more be... expensive and it's a little bit more effort, but surely that's better in the long run. And surely that adds to your brand. Exactly. And adds to quality as well. Like mm. if you're just going for straight bad for the environment garments, you can even feel it in the, like, especially like me, like wearing stuff to shooting all the time. Yeah. I know when I've got a good garment, like I know when this is like, oh, this is cheaply printed, mm. like, really poor quality gilded and stuff like that and i'm just like mm. but when you it's like that feel it, it like reflects on the story that you're on about like you, you wear it and you feel like it's doing it's better like it's, it's better for the environment let's say but you don't actually like feel that i don't know like mm. i don't know where i'm going with that but like that sort of <laughs> yeah reflects in the brand itself um, just like quality and it's the effort, extra effort you put in it just obviously shows yeah like I look yeah, at right. a package and it's like in a paper bag and it says downcast on it and I'm like, <laughs> like it's just like so cool like yeah thanks man 
Um, so have you have you had time to think of an answer now, Rube? After my fucking half an hour, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my half an hour rant. No, I haven't. I was just listening to your <laughs> listening to my drivel. Well, no, not at all. No, not at all. But I know that you're quite passionate about the eco side of it. Yeah, I mean, I can't quite agree with you though. It's just literally, you know, I mean, especially on the scale that I'm at compared to the scale that you're at it's not hard to make it's not hard to do a bit of research into into what sort of garment you're wearing or i mean i don't want to get into this argument right now but the screen uh, but the plaster solvers um no, the, the, no that, that is that is a different argument but i also think it's it, neither of them are right and neither I of think, them are wrong it's just I both think. have their advantages both have their um mm. disadvantages okay um I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like water-based printing is more environmentally friendly than Plastisol yeah. because I just think that's bollocks, to be honest. Yeah. It's, yeah, but that's a that's a whole pod, that. That's a whole episode. No, no exactly. exactly. And we, it'd be great to have somebody on to to kind of have that, like, that'll be a debate episode. We'll, we'll, yeah, we will call the episode like, well, The like Debate. Teens. And just, like, yeah, just yeah. literally, like, the downcast debate... Uh, like fucking ran social debate like and we just get everybody on and just listen to you run yeah. and like go this is why this is why and then someone else <laughs> goes no this is why and this is why <laughs> and then just we all get to watch and we have like popcorn just like yeah. this is so cool <laughs> i'll be like i'll fucking fight you <laughs> <laughs> i'll drown you in the ink what a base <laughs> <laughs> to be fair plastisol will probably be more effective at that what drowning? Oh yeah, it's just fucking liquid plastic, isn't it? It's uh, oh, yeah. wouldn't be a very nice way to go. <laughs> no, uh, no. Let's hope those. No, I hope the uh, police aren't listening here. Um, <laughs> screen cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any more questions for us, or should we move on to the uh, to our last ones? Uh, I think that's probably. I think that's about it. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so would you rather have uh nosy neighbours or noisy neighbours? Noisy. Yeah. Because I like, yeah, noisy. Because I'd rather not know know my business and my shit. Like I'd rather just like put some music on and like drown out their noisiness than yeah, after like Look behind my back, like all the time. <laughs> but just out the window. <laughs> yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Which boy would you rather have? Oh, I've had both, um, and I'd like to kill them both. So uh, neither. <laughs> neither. Neither. Exact same argument. Yeah. Day or night. Day or night. What? What? I prefer. Yeah, yeah, like you like a night owl, or do you like prefer working the day? Uh, well, I rarely sleep, so <laughs> like I get up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a morning. That's the thing. Like I'm a, I'm an early bird anyway. I love being up super early. Like get to do my coffee routine in the morning. Like go to work, do my bits, but then I can never really get to sleep at the end of the night. So I'm just like up, mm-hmm. to like two, three in the morning. I'm just like okay, and then I go back to bed, wake up, do it all over again. So I don't have a preference. I just, I like the day. 
let's 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 say like i like the whole duration of the day fair enough fair enough um if you uh, if you could go back in time what era are you heading to the 90s or the 80s so much of a simpler time yeah 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 before instagram basically yeah before <laughs> i think yeah before because I, I, I always do that though like i always really think back to like my like childhood memories a lot and i'm just like life just felt so much simpler like and easy i know we were kids and stuff like that but mm. looking or just observing <clears throat> like we didn't have all this everyone glued to their phones we're all glued to the yeah. internet we're all plugged in to online 24 mm. 7 like it's mm. an extra added thing to our lives that i just miss going out to the park playing in the woods making dens and stuff and just yeah I mean, you, can, you I, can still do that now but you just might yeah. get arrested yeah exactly like and it's like can't can't really do that anymore I'm like it's not socially acceptable someone of my age like but like those like that 90s era but then when I see like when you see like photos and stuff of like the 80s and how that was like that that seemed pretty cool um so yeah probably those two areas would be cool fair enough fair enough what about, what about you what about you guys where, where would you rather be um I'm like I'm like a massive Britpop fan. Yeah. Um, so I would probably just want to be born like seven or eight years earlier than I was. Yeah. To fully go through that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Wow. So probably, probably <laughs> so, so go back to uh, go back to like the early eighties and then I can live through a bit of that and then go into my Britpop phase. And you yeah. know, pro- proper dance music and all that. Art. Yeah. Nice. Get to see Prodigy in the early days. Yeah. <clears throat> That'd be fucking cool. That's a better answer than mine. Well, what was yours <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I would have said that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. East End London, mate, in the 60s. Love it. Oof. Why? Crazy. Oh, right. <laughs> Rube just wants to be a gangster. To be fair, I could see Rube like hooking up with them, like probably like hanging out and just being like, "Yeah, I work for these guys." (laughs) Can you? uh... I really like the. I really like how it was like proper gangsters. I mean, I'm not, and and bear in mind, this isn't me watching Legends once and being like, "Oh fuck me, I I love them." Like, (laughs) no, like, like Legends was a shit portrayal of the Craigslands and all that sort of stuff. But no, I just, I, I really like how professional it was. Like proper organized crime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I mean, nowadays it's something like you don't pay like a drug debt and like, you know, like you whatever, like the worst possible stuff that happened to your family. But it's like back in the day, it's like got a problem with some people. Just yeah, I don't know. It was just the, the level of respect there like, and, and the discipline and stuff. Like I really like it. So you come yeah. to me <laughs> on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron got it. <laughs> yeah, it was to be fair. Um, yeah, you'll have to learn to do your best uh, Cockney accent then when you go back to the sixties. I'm, I'm not going to make you do it. Don't worry. Go on, Emery. So, have you got something that you're not very good at? I don't really know until I do it, really. Um, but a lot okay, of things so- is usually like, like because. 
because I'm like really like heavily physically disabled. Like a lot of things that require like apart from drumming, because I'm like I've drummed for like twenty, you know, about seventeen years or something now. Like, and that's just hitting things like great. But when it com- like comes to like intricately using like both fingers on both hands for something, like I always loved, I would always love to be a tattooist, um, or like I'd love to play the guitar, uh, but I just, I just, I can't do it just because of like my disability so like things that I really want to do like I'd love to have like got a career in like back in the day like I can't do those things but yeah those sort of uh, skills where it requires like intricate use of both fingers on both hands. So who actually tests the dog food when the packaging says new and improved flavour? (laughs) <laughs> i've got you there haven't i because <laughs> it's not as if the dog food the dogs can tell you that it's improved yeah this is this is where like my brain goes at like fucking one in the morning it's like i need some questions for aaron it's like yeah who does that unless there's there a talking dog we okay. don't know about okay right okay i think i think i might have got this Right, so the dogs will try the new flavour anyway. It's not about the dog who tries it. They'll say it's new improved flavour because they'll probably have taken the ingredients that are in it, so like the meat or like the seasonings or chemicals or whatever they put in it that give it its like umami flavour, like it's what makes the animals more like, mm, this, this smells and how quick they react to the food sort of thing they probably just added more of those things to that food and said well it's new because it's not the same recipe but it's improved because we've added more of the stuff that the animals seem to like fair enough fair enough i don't know yeah no that's no that's a good answer that's a good answer it's just where my brain went last night and i was just like trying to come up with some of the randoms for you 4 a.m um, thoughts just like yeah who does yeah. that who does that who, who does that really yeah, um, we uh, we have just lost Rube. Um, <laughs> oh no! And he was supposed to ask you the last question. Um, so I'm going to ask you uh, if you had to eat a crayon, what, what colour would you choose? Oh yeah. god! <laughs> oh well, if it's like I swear, like between like the six between like like seventies, eighties or something, didn't they do like centered crayons? Like did they? Crayola did maybe centered crayons, maybe. <laughs> Fuck it. They stopped them because too many people were eating them. Yeah, maybe. Getting lead poisoning and that. It'd, it'd probably either be a purple one or a blue one, because I can imagine the purple would taste like grape and the blue one would be like a blue raspberry, maybe. Fair so probably either of those colours would be great. Nice, nice. Um, which uh, which brands would you like to see on the pod? Oh, who have you got queued? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't tell you that. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, who do I want to see? Sophie from Twisted Wire, definitely. Her like her story of the brand, her brand is definitely something that should be on the podcast without a doubt. So, she's wait, absolutely who, lovely. Uh, Twisted Squid. Twisted Squid. Uh, Sophie. Yeah, 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 like she's the one who put me on the banners, like the pop up banners and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. So like the story behind it's amazing. Um, Liv from Beginner's Look, without a doubt, like. Absolutely love her stuff. Um, and she's an amazing tattooist as well. She tattooed mine and uh, Michael's matching tattoos on holiday. Um, oh, right, cool. 
So that was it was nice to uh, meet a tattoo artist that also I've shot for their brand. So that was a uh, that was nice. Um, who else would I want to see? I mean, if you could get Bad Monday on, get Bad Monday on, like go for it. Um, maybe Rich for abandoned ship, like before it close, like it closes its doors and stuff. Maybe for yeah. like a last minute, like farewell thing. I'd I'd, I'd love to see him. Like I don't really like, know what happened with it all, so it's kind of a bit. Yeah. But yeah, bit... drop him a message. I probably I think he he could be up for it, but like one last hurrah, like yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, who else? Who else? <laughs> I know so many people who own brands, and I'm just like, my mind's a blank. Who have I shot for? I'm trying to think of who I've shot for. You've already had Jamie on the podcast. Yeah, his is going out um, tomorrow. Modern Streets. You've had him on as well, haven't you? Yeah, he was episode yeah, one. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. The original. I, I, I swear he was. Ben. If you want a brand, brand stuff, Ben, for your own cult hair, like he's a barber, like he's got his barber shop, but he does like his own grooming product stuff. And he's been like, like he's brought out merch, like I've shot in last year, like, and that's like nice stuff. Like, so Ben would be a great person to talk to because like his, I think his story and brand of like his attitude to things as well is like similar to mine. Like, so he'd be an amazing person to talk to, and he makes my hair look good and style good anyway. So, like, that's a that's a quick question. How often do you change your hair? Uh, <laughs> last year was a was a, was a busy year for hair changes. It was like every six weeks. Yeah. Like, um, so we were sending you stuff pretty regularly last year, and it yeah. was like every single set of photos that you'd have would be a different hair, and it's like shit. I can't post the old ones now. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing you could because it's like I'm, mine's like a timeline of me like yeah, anyway yeah, so yeah. it's really difficult to go back but I'm going to try and like go do like revisit posts where I actually go I haven't posted these these are throwback cool. ones and yeah, stuff yeah. like that you ever considered shaving your head the past couple of months I was like it was when my hair got really long so because like Brody does my hair and he's like like main stage model for like his, his barber bash stuff that he does so I won't get my hair cut by anybody else. So no. the last few shoots I've been doing, it's been since the last barber bash I got my hair done. So that was like March, I think. And my hair grows so fast. And mm. that's why it stayed the same colour for a while. And it's just been like, I was like, you know what? I'll stick to like a lavendery pink, like pastel colours this year. Um, yeah. And then I was like, right, well, I'm getting the other side of my head and face done. It was supposed to be tomorrow, but yeah, it fell through like, toast, very ill, bless him. Um, so we're rescheduling that. So I was like, right, I need it super short and buzzed. But then I was like, my hair is just a damaged mess. Like I'll just shave it all and start again. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to enjoy this. Like yeah. I can't go out. The only time I'll shave my head is when I need to get the top of my head towed, like, and maybe like the bits like here done. Yeah, yeah. Like, but that that'd be probably about it. I've got my hair grows so fast and it's so thick, so I don't think I'll be going bold anytime soon. Touch wood. Jammy so. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because my, like, my uncle's been bold forever. Like he's, he just shaves it, bicks it. My dad shaves his head, like, but he's got the same thick hair as me. Mm. Um, but no, I, I don't think I could shave it unless I just get it covered in tattoos. Oh, Ruby's Ru- back. Ru- just notice Ru- 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 back. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, well, you've been dropping the kids off at the pool. No, the iPad died. <laughs> like the oh, charge buggered on it or something. Yeah. So I do apologise for my moments of absence. Buggered. Buggered. I've not heard anybody say bugger since, like, I don't know, since before my nan died. Oh, God. Bugger. Oh, oh bugger. I'm not going to lie. As soon as it went off, I was like, fuck! Like, <laughs> like <laughs> install fucking Zoom and... Like, Zoom wasn't even downloaded on my phone. I was just like, fuck. Like, Brilliant. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, Rube. I know. Sorry, mate. You've come back just in time for your question. <laughs> so, Aaron, now yeah. that you've been on the Brand Social podcast and everything's different now, what is the meaning of life? 42. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wow. <laughs> well done. Good man. Good man. Thank you. <laughs> um, and lastly, mate, um, where can people find you? You can find me in spoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me at, uh, on Instagram at own my days with the O, not a zero. I found out people are putting zeros to find me and it. It doesn't work, but uh, it's ohm like rid like circuit resistance. So OHM, my days. Um on Instagram, uh on Facebook, but that's just like personal bits and bobs. Um purple port, but I don't use it. Uh you can catch me on like loads of brands' websites if you go on my Instagram. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm on I'm on websites. Um and that's it really. Like main protocols Instagram. Everybody wants to work together, just drop me a message and I'll Let's make some cool content. But yes, that's where you can find me. Awesome, mate. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on, mate. Anytime, been, anytime. Uh, awesome to chat to you. I know we speak pretty regularly anyway, but um, yeah, nice to speak to you in this format. On a... It's been lovely. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. And uh, hopefully many more to come. Yeah. When yeah, we do no the worries. debate podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can join. We've just got to put you on mute. You're just going to be sitting there eating popcorn. Just be like, fight, exactly that. fight, fight, fight. Oh. <laughs> it's getting that again, mate? So he's proper keen for it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why do you want to see mum and dad arguing, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of a simpler time. <laughs> <laughs> <Didn't answer. laughs> cool. anyway oh. mate um we'll leave you to it but uh yeah thanks again for coming on and uh we'll catch up soon anytime thanks guys and yeah we'll talk soon all right mate take care you too Bye.